0: Hello, everybody, welcome to the Tara Brunette Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, mindset, dream body, and just creating your dream life. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to record today's episode. Today is going to be all my labor and delivery story. Um... And, yeah, I'm really pumped because it was everything I dreamed of and I had a really incredible experience. So I'm really happy to share more positive birth experiences because I watched obsessively read and watched positive birth stories. Um So I'm so happy that I get to add mine to the mix um for you guys. Just anyone that's looking to have, like, a natural – um birth or a home birth or a water birth and i say natural just i just mean unmedicated oh is the baby crying <laughs> maybe um but obviously all birth is natural no matter what route you go no matter what tools or interventions you choose to utilize um there's literally no judgment and i know that i was i just i feel really lucky that everything unfolded in the way it did and i know there's so many things that can be out of our control um, and you just have to build a role with it, um, so I'm just really excited to share some more positive stories to the mix, and yeah, let's dive in. I have got some questions on Instagram that I'm going to answer, and I'll just tell the whole story start to finish. Okay, so the first question on Instagram was, what made me decide to do an at-home birth? And I, the, so from when i started reading about birth um and i really recommend Ina May's guide to childbirth and mindful hypnobirthing um i think by susie fletcher and there's another book in there i'll put i'll put it all in the show notes the, the my favorite books that i read The more I learned about birth, the more I knew I wanted to have an at-home birth. um, Because I feel safest at home, so I'm really not a fan of hospitals. I don't feel I don't feel safe there. Like um, I just like all the bright lights and the people and strangers, especially now, like during COVID. Like the last place I wanted to be was in a hospital. Um, I get I like have had anxiety for my entire life and even like leaving the house for like a night or being out of the house for too long. Like I can start to notice my anxiety kind of ramping up. So the thought of like having to like packing makes me really anxious to like have all my things, um, like when I'm going on a trip or whatever. So even packing the hospital bag, like made me super anxious. And like the thought of like leaving the house, um, Just was like not my vibe, not my jam. I feel safest at home. I'm the biggest homebody. I work from home. I'm home all the time. Like, I'm just, I love like being in my safe place. So I knew that I wanted to give birth at home. I didn't know that you were allowed to give birth at home for your first, um, First child, but um, you can. And I talk about this in an earlier podcast too about like the safety and all that. I'm not going to go into that today, but I'm just going to tell more of the story. So I just knew like I wanted to be safe. I wanted it to just be like me and Trevor, Adula doula and the midwives. I wanted to set up the environment like exactly how I wanted with like my crystals and candles and lighting and all the things. And then um, I chose water birth because... <laughs> it's actually a funny reason that I chose it because I kind of used to get grossed out. and Now, now it wouldn't matter. Now that I've had a kid, I'm like, Oh, I get it. Um, by like all the stuff on babies when they come out of you. And I'm like, you have a water birth, they kind of like move through the water and they're a little cleaner. Um, that was like one reason. And then I, the more I read about water birth, it's like, it's just like a no brainer. Like it's a huge pain reliever, like second, I think it's like second to an epidural. Um, and it's, Um, really helpful to prevent tearing and all of that so I um, decided to go with a water birth and we rented a pool and they drop it off and everything Um, three weeks before at 37 weeks you have the pool and um, yeah so that was the first kind of part and then the second question was, what did you do to prepare and what thoughts do you have in the process of it all? So I talk about this more in like how I'm preparing for home water birth um, episode, which you can listen to, but I did hypnobirthing. So, and the number one thing that I will say about hypnobirthing is it absolutely works, but you have to to it so consistently from like I would I started at like 20 weeks because someone told me that she did have everything and she was like to start earlier than you think. And basically what it's all about, it's all about relaxation, breathing techniques, really just getting your body into your whole goal with like hypnobirthing and just being having kind of like a mindful natural birth is there's like a fear pain kind of tension cycle. So if you go into fear, you create more tension in your body and in your uterus, you release adrenaline, your uterus doesn't um, contract as efficiently. It's a lot more painful. You create more tension. Things can't move. Your labor can't progress like that. The whole cycle that kind of can start this cascade of interventions is when you go into fear and release adrenaline, and then tighten up your body. And it it can just get worse from there. Because then you have, there's so many like, you're, you could be in labor for a lot longer, which can really exhaust you. And then you end up, then you can start the cascade of interventions, where then you need an epidural. And then like, there's just so many, there's so many things. I talk about that more in that other episode. But the whole goal of hypnobirthing is to get into just to really not go into that fear place, not release adrenaline. You want to release as much oxytocin as possible to make sure you're contracting efficiently, um, to make sure you're staying really just like open and relaxed so the baby can just like move down the birth canal um, and you're not going into that tightening fear like um, fight or flight response. So how you do that is just through... Hypnosis and my meditation and mindfulness. So I would have I had like three tracks that I used, and I would listen to them like literally every single day, usually multiple times a day, always when I fall asleep. So basically, the whole thing like once you get to the actual birth, like I've had so many people tell me that like their hypnobirthing like went out the window, and it was kind of the same for me, but it was so subconscious at that point that it didn't matter. So that's the, that's why you need to start it early and be so consistent with it is because you want to train your subconscious. Um, because consciously you are in a, another world. You are like not even here <laughs> during the whole labor experience. At least I wasn't. Um, so I really feel like I trained my subconscious. So I had some like positive, um, birth affirmations that I listened to every night and they had this like piano backtrack and that sound that that I listened to every single night to fall asleep was like such an automatic like relaxation response for me it like would put me to sleep every night it was like my brain was so trained to hear that music and like let go and relax um so that was huge and then I had my um, hypnotherapists who have had on the podcast record a custom one for me that I listen to every single night. Um, that was just about all, like she included a bunch of my birth affirmations and how I would feel after birth and recovery and breastfeeding. And like, so far, all of it has been exactly like how she programmed me to be. Um, I'm such a believer in hypnosis, you guys, and like p- training the subconscious mind. It is so powerful. It's so incredible what our bodies can do. And, um, I just can't recommend it enough. So I did, the other thing I was gonna say is I did the Positive Birth Companies Hypnobirthing digital course. And I loved that course. Um, I highly recommend it to anyone that's interested. Uh, it was like $70 or something online. And it has tons of information teaches you all about birth, all about labor. And the more you learn the background, the more like empowered you'll feel going into your labor. Like, Um, if you didn't know the science and the background behind like releasing adrenaline and what that does to your body, what that does to your uterus and all the kind of processes that are going on and what hormones are being released and how birth isn't meant to feel really painful. Like you're releasing oxytocin and feel good endorphins, um, that it can feel really good. Like learning all of that really changed my perspective on birth and made it a lot less scary and made, made it so that I wasn't going into birth feeling really afraid. Of course, there was like fear of the unknown. And I definitely I'm not like, superhuman. I had my moments of like, Oh, my God, what have I done? Um, Leading up to it, but it was too late to go back, obviously. Um, And I, but just like knowing the science behind birth and how it can be so natural, and it can be so amazing, is huge. And then the other thing is like, I watched so many positive birth stories on YouTube. I would watch them all the time, and I read read tons of positive stories, and I surrounded myself with, like, seeing these women have, like, amazing births. I rented the documentary Orgasmic Birth, which after giving birth, I'm like, ah, that seemed a bit far for me, but people do it, and it's possible, Um, and obviously, my mindset wasn't one that I believed I was going to have an orgasmic birth, so obviously, I didn't, but... um, That just surround yourself like to prepare it's all about the consistency in the tracks surrounding yourself with positive birth stories retraining your subconscious mind to view birth as like a positive amazing beautiful experience and I can tell you like I had the most positive amazing beautiful experience I look back at my birth video and I want to cry every time like happy tears and um it was I'm so proud of myself like everything about it was so positive. Um, so yeah, it's really about retraining your brain. So that's what I did to prepare was like nightly meditations, listening to affirmations all the time. I made my own affirmations that I listened to. Like I just really spent a lot of time training my subconscious mind, really practicing relaxation techniques, practicing the feeling of like letting go of my pelvic floor. Like, you know, when you're like letting, like you're, allowing yourself to pee like you're letting it go now I can just now I don't know how to tighten it back up but um um, really like releasing like really practicing that relaxation and like letting go um so that was huge and then that kind of goes into like the other question which was tips tricks advice for anyone wanting to go unmedicated and it's just all those things like really just educate yourself surround yourself with so many sorry I'm stopping if I hear Jaden cry surround yourself with so many positive stories um there's so many good like youtube videos and you can see like just seeing birth firsthand on youtube videos i might even put mine up on youtube i don't know (laughs) I'm, i'm naked so i'm not quite sure we could blur it out um and yeah, those are my tips for that. And then someone asked when it came time, were you ready with all the mindset work you did? Or was it a holy shit moment? I felt totally ready. I felt like I, especially because I was 12, 11 days overdue at that point. Um, I was like, let's do this. It's go time. I'm ready. Um, and I am going to actually tell you guys the story as well. And then, okay, let's dive into the story. So I was 11 days overdue and that's actually just like such a not a real thing like your due period is between 38 and 42 weeks basically and most first time moms go 10 days over so I was totally within the normal range but I was starting to get a little bit anxious because I was like it was a Tuesday or sorry it was Monday that I went into labor and that Thursday um would be like the forty two cutoff where I might not be able to have a home birth which I really wanted obviously, um, and I had a hosp visit at the hospital the next day so Tuesday the twenty second where they would check the baby again and do a non stress test and I was feeling a bit like nervous about that if they were gonna be like we need to get him out and now you need to be at the hospital so I think my body was a bit like okay let's do, let's do this but how I started labor was I drank a it's called the verbena cocktail my midwives gave me the recipe obviously don't do this without the approval of your midwives or doctor um oh the other thing I mean I talked about this in my other episode but to prepare like I obviously had midwives and I had a doula which was such a game changer I highly recommend having a doula um more than anything like absolutely have a doula um and I'll talk more about that And I'll post my doula's information if you're in Victoria and you're looking for an incredible doula. I'll post it in the show notes. Um, but where was I? Yeah. So I drank the cocktail, which is meant to kind of like create kind of like GI distress. Um, so basically I was like pooping myself all day. Um, and it's apricot juice and, um, almond butter and castor oil and verbena oil. And it was, really gross. And I had one dose at 7am. Nothing happened. I have like an iron stomach. And then I did another dose at 1pm. And I was like, okay, oh, baby's crying. We're gonna pause it here. Okay, <laughs> we're back. Um, and yeah, so then I started to feel like stomach pain and that sort of thing. So by about 6pm is when I could at first, I couldn't even differentiate between the stomach cramps and the actual contractions and I was like hoping I was in labor but by six o'clock I was like okay there's definite like on and off. I tried to track them but they're still kinda like not super consistent. Also um I highly recommend if you do the positive birth positive birth company course I used their app. It's called the Freya app that I used that for the entire labor. It was so great. It plays your hypnosis tracks or your affirmations or the music whatever you choose um that you enjoy from that course with the piano music in the background and it times all your contractions so you just press the button when one starts press it when it stops and it and it starts timing them all for you and that was like so helpful and also gave me like something to focus on um oh Okay. Yeah. I have so many things that I don't want to forget. Um, so I started to feel some pretty consistent contractions. I had the tens machine on, which was a trick from my doula. That was super helpful. When I wasn't in the water, I had the tens machine on and that was so key on my back. And anytime I had a contraction, I would like turn it right up and it would really help, um, with the contractions. But what helped the most honestly was, was the shower. So when six o'clock they were starting to be consistent but we were just like on the couch like watching suits like it wasn't really anything crazy and then by seven thirty ish I remember we went into the bathroom and I was like trying to pee and I was like shaking like crazy and they were starting to feel a lot more intense and I was like okay things are happening we turn out I got in the shower and we called the doula and um she was like okay I'm gonna come and then after we got off the phone and I like because like in between contractions there's no pain. So then I was like, Oh, what if I'm just being a wimp? And like, I didn't want I really didn't want the doula to be there for like hours and hours and hours. Like I wanted her to come when I was already kind of like, ready to go like in intent in active labor. um, Because there's kind of like early labor, which I, I was actually three centimeters dilated the last time they checked just just walking around like, throughout like the week. So I, um, I'm lucky that I kind of started labor already three centimeters dilated, um, with like no contractions at all. And anyway, so I was like, maybe I'm just being a wimp. We shouldn't call. I called her back and I was like, actually, no, like don't come. It's fine. But she was like, um, I'm just going to come. And Trevor was like, I kind of want her here. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I was, sh- thank God that she did come at that time. Cause then things started to escalate quite quickly. Um, so I was in the shower and I, the shower was heaven, I, but it wasn't very comfortable. Like I just couldn't get comfortable. I was like on all fours. I had like a towel for my knees, but it just like, i resting my forehead kind of on the edge of the bathtub. But because you really want to be in an upright forward, like open position, you don't want to be on your back. You really want gravity to help you. So I was really conscious of that. I didn't want to be like laying down or on my back. So I just wasn't comfortable in the shower, but it was helping so much like with the contractions so I got out for a bit and labored in bed and that one I was just like lying on my side with my pregnancy pillow um and things felt a lot more intense with at that point and Sarah was there and I remember I like threw up and I remember looking at her like is it gonna get worse than this and she was like yeah it is and I was like oh god but I was still like smiling and like I was still with it um we have some, she took photos, and there's one, and I just look like I'm so happy, and I was like, I don't remember being that happy at that point, but it was still, like, good. The contractions were intense. Um, I, Trying to describe contractions is, like, the hardest thing, Um, and someone asked, like, how did you manage the physical pain, and there was only one part that was physically painful, um, which was at the very end when he was coming out, and there was a tiny bit of tearing, and I was like, "Oh," um, but it's, it's not pain; it's very, very intense, powerful feeling that I would say is like it took me to the brink. Like especially when you get to transition, which is the most intense part. It was like to the brink of what I felt like I was capable of handling. But pain is kind of like, I really like how they described it in the Positive Birth Company course. And it is like that. It's like, pain is like running on a broken foot. Like, it's like, it feels wrong. It's like very sharp. It's like, it's, but this wasn't pain. It was like you're running a marathon and things hurt, but it's not like, it's not pain. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're tired and you're working really hard and things are feeling like you're like a really, really hard workout where you're like, think you're going to die. And your muscles are contracting, like that's the type of like, quote unquote pain. So that's the other thing is like, I wouldn't say it was painful. I would say it is very intense. <laughs> um. So anyway, we moved from the bed this is when Trevor had the most brilliant idea and I love him so much. This saved my birth. Um, because I, as I said, I was way more comfortable in bed, but the shower was helping so much more with the contractions. So Trevor had this brilliant idea that we had this like mattress from camping that was just covered in plastic. Um, and he laid it in my shower and I got like towels and I, we just made a bed in my shower basically. And I just laid there, um, with the shower on me. And that was heaven, not heaven. Cause that was the most intense part of labor. So that was when I really w- was going into transition, which is like, um, kind of right before you start pushing. And that was when I started asking for them to take me to the hospital. It was just the doula and Trevor. And I was like, um, I want to go to the hospital, like I want epidural, I don't want to do this anymore, and they were like, you can do it, you are doing it, like Sarah kept saying that, and I was like, okay, but I don't think you understand, like, I don't want to do it anymore, I was like, yeah, I get it, I'm doing it, but I no longer have the desire to continue doing this, this is too much, and apparently everyone says that in transition, Um, and that's when Sarah told me, and this is the difference between, I think, like having a doula, or, and like, um, and like going to the hospital because she was so calm and she could tell that i it was like i was getting there so she told me i was more than halfway and i was like okay she's like you just everything you've done you just need to do it again and i was like oh god okay like the fact that she knew, like, if I didn't know that I was more than halfway, because I had no idea where I was, I had no checks, I had no idea how many centimeters dilated, I I had no idea how long this would go on for, and I was at the most intense part, and I was like, if this gets any worse, and if this goes on for much longer, like, I couldn't, I couldn't take it, and that's when I would say, like, if I had a lot, I had a short labor, it was six hours, oh, (laughs) from start to finish, um, so if it had been any longer, I absolutely don't think, I don't know that I could have done an actual birth, to be honest. I mean, who knows what we can do, um, but that would be really exhausting. Um, Sarah assured me that I was more than halfway and that I could do it. And I was like, okay. And, and I also really didn't want to go to the hospital. Like that was the main thing. It's like the thought of, oh my God, trying to get in the car and labor, like I could barely even, like, get on all fours. Um, I don't think the thought of trying to get my bag that wasn't really packed fully um, and go to the hospital was, like, my worst nightmare. So, I mean, I literally couldn't. I was not, that was when I was in, like, another dimension. Trevor said he looked at me, and, like, the look in my eyes was just, like, crazy. Um, So then we got out of the shower at that point, and I laid in bed and that's when I started feeling the urge to push and it's that urge is insane it's just like it it's like no other like your body just literally knows exactly what to do you don't need to I can't believe people that like would be coached to push because for me it was so took over my entire body like there was no need for me to do anything I could not push if I tried like it was so crazy um So yeah, I started feeling their push and they were Trevor and Sarah were like, Oh, shit. They hadn't filled up the birth, the water yet in the pool, or we hadn't called the midwives either. So, um, so they quickly started filling the pool and we called the midwives and I don't even know what time that was, but I think I was probably pushing for like 45 minutes. Maybe I've no, I've no sense of time. Um, and I ended up getting in the pool with, like, four inches of water in it. And Trevor got right in there with me because he's so freaking amazing. And I love him so much. And I, um yeah, started pushing. And I had my meditation going. I remember at one point, like, the TV was still on from earlier. And I was like, turn the TV off because, <laughs> like, the lighting. And um I had it super dark and... I I don't really remember much from this time because it was like super intense, but I was pushing and um, Sarah and Trevor were worried because the midwives weren't there and they were like talking about what they were going to do if they had to catch the baby. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about the pushing part. Like that felt good. Like it felt like, okay, like I knew at that point I was like, Oh, thank God. Like, once you're pushing, because there's kind of like three stages of labor. There's early labor and there's active labor with the really like, where the contractions really amp up. And then there's, um, uh, the transition, which is kind of like that really intense phase. And then you're in the pushing phase, which is, um, which is the last part. So I was like, okay, I'm like it's happening. It's coming. He's coming. And I could feel him coming. It was insane. Like, the sensation is the craziest thing in the world. Like, that part wasn't painful, that was probably the best part was like this, I don't know, people that are listening to this are obviously into it, so I probably can't give too many details. Um, you could feel the head like coming down and then like through a contraction and pushing, and then it would kind of go back up slowly, like just to like slowly stretch you, and it was like so weird, such a weird sensation. And then finally, his head came out the midwife got there at 12 at midnight and he was born 14 minutes later they made it just in time and um the head was out and it was still in the my water never broke so he was still in the sack and um you can't push again until your next contraction so it was just hanging out and I could feel it and it was so crazy and Trevor could see it and he said he saw the membrane break so I didn't have an on-call baby which would have been crazy but um you could see it break and then um I had another contraction I think I pushed I don't know how many pushes I pushed him out in maybe three um uh it was like maybe two contractions with the head and then a final one. And once the head was out, then um, the, the apparently like he needed to, his shoulders needed to rotate rotate, and they couldn't get his shoulders. They weren't quite sure. So the midwives I was on all fours instructed me like really quickly to be like, get on, get on your back. We need you on your back. Like move right now. And his head was already out. And that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what's happening. But uh, apparently just that movement of me moving from like my front to my back was enough to um, kind of jostle him into position. And then he slid right out on the next push and they brought him right to my chest and his, he opened his eyes right, like literally they're handing him to me and his eyes are like staring right at me. It was so crazy, big blue eyes, like so alert and, didn't really cry but he made a few noises and let out a little cry and it was seriously magical and i'm so proud of myself for doing that and i'm so happy to have a video of it like sarah took a video of that moment and it's i'm gonna i've already watched it so many times and i'm gonna watch it a million times more because it was so special and incredible and me and trevor just like snuggled up with him in the pool and um it was amazing and someone asked like was there yuck floating around, um, in the birth water. And honestly, I couldn't even have told you. I have no idea. I think there was like some blood. Um, I didn't even notice at all. Um, and I didn't poop either. So that was good. And, um, I know people are always worried about that, but I think probably cause I had that cocktail before the that day. I didn't, I was all cleaned out. So it was great. Um, but I didn't, I literally wouldn't have cared one bit. Um, and then they get you to come out and keep them on your chest the whole time and laid on the couch and delivered the placenta and honestly like that was like the worst part of the experience was just that part after because all you want to do is like focus on your baby and you just like went through such an intense experience and there's two midwives like down there trying to like get the placenta out and so they had to um it wasn't coming out right away, so they gave me a shot, and then they uh, – I think it's, like, an oxytocin or something shot. Um, and then they put a catheter in, which was fucking horrible, um, to, like, release my bladder because that can stop – like, if you have a full bladder, um, then the placenta can't come out or something. I'm not exactly sure. So that was horrible. <laughs> and then – because all I wanted to do was just, like, lay there and bliss and – but have people poking around down there after you just push a baby out was, like, not fun. I was super uncomfortable. And then um, they had to, like, push down on your stomach, which felt horrible. Um, I wanted to punch that midwife in the face when <laughs> she did that. Um, but she was super great about it. <laughs> She's like, it's okay. Like, I grabbed her arm and I was like, like, gave her a death stare. She's like, it's okay. Like, I have to do this, but you can hold my arm. I'm like, oh, my God. Um And then I did have... I don't even know if this is too much information. Whatever. People who are listening to a birth podcast want to hear the details. But um I had, like, two small tears in, like, my labia. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say about at the end. Um that was the, that was the only painful, quote-unquote, part was when I could feel his head coming out. And I could feel it tearing. And there was nothing I could do to stop it. Like, I kind of put my hand on there and was, like, holding it and, like, trying so hard to, like it's like you're so torn between like obviously you want this baby to come out but there's a but knowing that like you you were feeling the sensation of tearing was like a hard part when I was like oh god like that did not feel good that was the only time I said like ow 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 ow, ow. like I swore um but that was the only pain and it wasn't even that painful but it was that was the only time I would say I experienced like true I don't even know if it's true pain just like it just wasn't the best part um but it's totally manageable and um yeah so I opted they were gonna they were gonna suture the small tears but they're like we don't need to we can just let them and at that point I was like I don't want anyone near me I just want to lay in bed with my baby and Trevor and um so I, I said no and um we just left it and that was fine. And the next day she actually ended up coming over. This is the other amazing part about having midwives is they come to your house every day for a week after you give birth. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to do anything. I can't even imagine having to go to the hospital the next day or like leave your house. (laughs) I haven't even gone outside and it's, it's Saturday. I gave birth Tuesday at midnight, like in the morning. So, um, There's no way I could have gotten in a car with a baby. Like, I barely left the bed. I'm still wearing diapers. (laughs) Um, I just started being able to walk around, like, yesterday, today. And I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, she ended up gluing it. So everything's all good down there, which is great. And that is the story of Jaden Lee Craig's birth um, from start to finish. All the details. All the details, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, he was born on 02 22 2022. So angel numbers all around. 12:14 a.m. He is a manifesting generator. I can't remember which um, what his profile lines are, but I just quickly looked up what his um what his thing was with for human design, and. Yeah, it was amazing. I just, like, really encourage anyone who's thinking about, like, a natural or home birth. Like, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It was, like, an incredible experience for me. I am so happy that I was able to stay home. I'm so grateful um, for my wind wives and my doula. And, like, ugh, I could not have done it, obviously, for Trevor. Like, he was so calm and so amazing and just did everything I needed and was, like, the most perfect birth partner. Um, so yeah, it was just, it's freaking crazy what our bodies can do. Like I'm just so in awe. And also I was like, kinda, I wasn't like worried about what my body would look like after, but I thought my stomach would kind of look like people said it looked like a defa- deflated balloon kind of thing. But mine honestly <laughs> looks completely normal and it's only been like four days. Um, and I'm so shocked by that, like everything just kind of like, oh, is, breastfeeding is really fun, you guys, especially when you don't quite have the right position on there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm really amazed at how, bo- how fast your body can just kind of like your uterus shrinks from when you're breastfeeding, which is something else that isn't the most fun thing at the very beginning. You're like learning to breastfeed and it's making you have contractions, which is like a little, btsd inducing when you just gave birth um but yeah i'm amazed at the body and my tips for like after birth is like lay in bed as much as possible let everyone do things for you and okay i need to fix this last oh Oh, i think that's good (laughs) um okay there we go <laughs> sleeping baby on the chest um I forget what I was saying uh yeah just Trevor has been so amazing and like I think like I'm healing really quickly because I've been I've been purposely trying to like do nothing like stay in bed don't try and get up And like the first day I had a shower and that was like a terrible idea I was like way too way too much too soon um But I have like done my makeup every day, but just like sitting in bed because it like makes me feel good. And obviously you're just sitting in bed all day. Um, The baby sleeps pretty much nonstop for the first like two days. And um, I've just been like soaking up all the snuggles and all the like skin to skin. And we just have been loving it. So I would recommend, like I think I'm healing fast because I am really trying to just like not overdo it. And I'm feeling like, really good and we might even go for a little walk today not a far walk but a little one um so that's the story there was another question was what was the thing you worried about the most that now seems super silly um I mean I was pretty worried about tearing and I still don't think that was silly because I was kind of like the part that didn't feel the best um there's nothing oh okay I I mean I'm not really worried it wasn't really a worry but like I kind of judged it's so stupid (laughs) I thought that I was gonna be the most zen hypnobirther like I saw videos where this woman just like breathe you can even tell she was having contractions um but I was not like that (laughs) I was making moaning and making all these sounds um but it wasn't even it's not even that it was the I thought for sure, everyone told me that like when you go in transition, you always ask to, go to the hospital for an epidural. I was like, there's no way I'm asking to go to the hospital. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm tougher than that. And when I, when I did ask, I was like, pretty, like, I was hard on myself for that. Like, I was like, the first day, I was like, I'm kind of like upset that I, not upset, but like, I judged myself for even saying the words I want to go to the hospital because I thought that I could be tougher and not do it which is so ridiculous <laughs> so like that I, I judge myself for the wanting to go to the hospital not even like going anyway so that is totally silly and if I had gone to the hospital I would um, never I should never judge myself or anyone there's no judgment it's just like I had this expectation that I thought I was going to be like super tough and So that felt like um, something silly that I expected of myself. (laughs) Anyway, that is the story, you guys. Thanks for listening all the way through. I'll post my favorite links and everything um, in the show notes for how I prepared. And honestly, yeah, I just really highly recommend it. I'll like if you're aiming, if you're wanting a natural birth, like I just, I just found it to be, like, such an amazing experience, like, for me and Trevor, and um, I am so grateful for how it all turned out, and I feel really lucky, and I have such a beautiful little baby boy, and he's just an angel, and we're over the moon. So, thanks for listening, everybody, and I'll see you in the next podcast.